The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode's brought to you by Sephora. We're talking about clean makeup, which is so relevant for the times right now. I mean, clean makeup... And it's never been better how it's done with Sephora. So here's the deal. Sephora is making it easier for all makeup lovers. They're marking all clean products with their green clean seal, both in stores and online. So you can find all your clean makeup very clearly and streamlined online and in stores, which I think is incredible. The green seal means it's formulated without parabens, sulfates, mineral oils, formaldehyde, and more. Some reasons to shop clean. Skin sensitivity, acne prone skin. It makes you feel better in general. And if you have kids and you don't want to expose them to that chem- these chemicals, that's important too. You can find everything from Bites Power Move Creamy Matte Lip Crayon to RMS Beauty's Living Glow Face and Body Powder to even Tower 28's Shine On Lip Jelly. My personal favorite is by Tarte. It's this Tarte Sea Surfer Curl Volumizing Mascara. It's only at Sephora and it's vegan. It's volumizing. It curls. It's sweat proof. It's vitamin E and it gives you a lift. Plus it conditions your lashes. If you're going to do a clear mascara, that's the one I would recommend. I think out of all the clean mascaras that I I've tried. This is it. Anyway, if you're looking for clean ingredients, know that Sephora doesn't make any exceptions for clean beauty. Okay. So all throughout March, you can count on them to raise the expectation of what clean beauty should be. I am into this. Get the best in clean makeup at Sephora online and in stores now. Okay. Back to the show. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha. I always think, you know what, you are you and you just have to do the best that you can do and be, you know, you be a good person, be amazing what you do, come ready, be prepared, give more than you ever expected. Like I give my blood, my heart when I go to work. It's just how I do it, how I like to do it, whatever it is. And you know, I feel like there's a space for everybody. And if people like, they feel like you're right for it, then you're right for it. Like, and if you're not, then you're not, you know? Hello, hello, hello. Happy Tuesday and welcome back to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. That clip was from our guest of the show today, Carolina Kirkova. We are in our house. (laughs) I'm sure many of you are also in your house. Yeah, you're probably listening from home. Unless you're one of those young savages that aren't listening to the rules and you're out there just partying your face off, you damn you, you young kids. (laughs) Yeah, maybe some of you are listening on spring break. I am Lauren Everett, the creator of The Skinny Confidential. And across from me is my husband. He's wearing a mask. He's wearing gloves. He's wearing shoe covers. In the house. In Gotta the be house. extra careful. Don't know if you are if you got the corona. It's it's wild, Michael. It's I, a wild time. It's a wild time to be alive. Everybody, hope you're staying safe. Hope you're following the rules. Hope you're being thoughtful about other people. I gave my whole team work from home. Everyone's out of the studios. Dear Media is a ghost town. We're on lockdown. Uh, you know what's sad is that I have to be locked in this house house with you for a week i need to make sure you're compliant i don't i don't trust you I don't, you're not <sighs> you're not following close enough you're not staying compliant and so i'm compliant. I, had to, I had to be here not only to um protect myself but i also got to make sure that you're you're not out there spreading germs and being wild so like you know no when i'm trying to breastfeed he comes in he turns the lights too high the music's a little too high you're pacing with your conference calls it's just like i i don't have my normal like day-to-day when you're here hey, listen hot pilates can wait a week lauren you're gonna okay. be okay all, all right. right all right <laughs> okay 
today we have Carolina Krakova. You may know her from Victoria's Secrets. She was a top model. She was an angel. She walked the runway. She was major. She's also been in Vogue and multiple amazing publications. Now she has an herbal-based wellness company. You can expect a line of elixirs, probiotic powders, and bath and body products for kids. It's a really incredible line. She's going to tell you all about it. So let's welcome Carolina to the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. It's nice to be appreciated and noticed sometimes, you know? Oh, yeah, I mean, like are that. you Aries? I yes. Am, I am. Oh my God, how did I get this? <laughs> this is good. crazy. Taylor, my yeah. husband is Aries. Oh. That's why I know. Listen, you must have really good taste. If you're, you know, oh Aries. God, oh God. I know you were. How did you know? She's because like, it it's something that exactly my husband would say. You know, I just want to be appreciated. Yeah. It would be really nice if I was appreciated. I'm like, you are. What do you want me to do? I'm How sick. long have you and your husband been married for? We've been married 10 and a half years together, 11 and a half years. And where so did you guys time. meet? So we met actually in New York. But I used to live in New York and he lived on the West Coast. But we met in New York. He was visiting. And that's actually... A movie on its own, how we met. How so? It's kind of like. Tell, tell us all. Just, oh my God, it's a long story, guys. So well, I would have to we, have him here. And we have a lot of time. No, but it's really fun when I say it and he says it because, like, you hear the the different, like, point of views and, like, you know, where I was at in my life or he was at, what he was thinking, what I was thinking. Because we actually got to know each other through writing. So we met very quickly and we actually connected through friends on Facebook. I mean, this is like, you know, 10 and a half years ago. So it was a different time of Facebook. And uh, we would write to each other and then it went to emails. And for a year, for like a month and a half, we would email each other like these letters, literally like letters that we would like, you know, talk and discuss life and, you know, everything, what we wanted and wished and never like anything sexual. And after a month and a half, we talked on the phone and then we spoke every day for like another month. And then we decided to kind of reconnect and meet in person again after just meeting one time in New York with like a bunch of people. And, you know, then the rest is history. I've never left and we were together ever since. It's very, very fun. I actually should say at one time the story, like fully how we met and really get into all the details because it's hysterical and funny and sweet. And he sounds really cute. So do you guys live in New York now? Hold on, let me say something. Do you know how good of a penman your husband must be? Do you know how many men try to write to women on Facebook love letters, especially, you know, known models and yeah, they strike like out? Yeah, he was like a pen pal. Yeah, 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 you know, again, it was 10 and a half years ago. It was a very different time of like that whole social media and Facebook, right? It's not where we are now. And we didn't write like long letters on Facebook. It's really when we connected on email, we really wrote to each other. And it was really cool because we that was really a way we really got to know each other in like no pressure, like, you know, he didn't really know what I was doing. Like he didn't know who I was. He kind of had it. He actually, well, it's, it's very funny. Did he come he, from anywhere of the same kind of- He thought I was a bisexual girl <laughs> from like Eastern Bloc looking for a guy with money. That's kind of what he thought of me actually. Ooh, he prejudged you. <laughs> exactly. A deceptively intelligent. So he, you know, that's kind of the idea that he had because, you know, I didn't have much on my Facebook. I had like really funny, I didn't even have my modeling pictures there. I had my picture, my profile picture was like this. <laughs> you know, so it's not like I was doing anything funny and cute, uh, but it, because I was from the Czech Republic and, you know, he had some prior experiences maybe with other people. I don't know. So, yeah, he, he, he that was very funny. So are you yeah. guys in New York now? 
No, we're based in Miami, actually. You're based in Miami. We lived in New York. We had our first son in New York, and now we're based in Miami with our two boys. Okay, so take us back, like, way back when you're a child. How did you get approached to become a model, or did you actually go seek it out and, and sort of go on audition? Yeah, I so said we're going to get to know each other really well. Yeah. Let's go way back. Okay, let's go way back. So let's go when I was 14 years old. So actually growing up and being, you know, that teenager Carolina, I was very different. I grew up in a small town in the Czech Republic and I was different body type. You know, I was not as developed as the other girls, you know, who had curves and were very matured. I was very tall. I was the tallest from the class and from most of the schools. I was really tall and I had like long arms and long legs and they were really skinny. So very skinny. So I was just very different and people always used to like look at me and point at my legs and laugh at my legs. So I definitely a lot, you know, through my young adulthood, I didn't wear short skirts or shorts. I would wear a lot of pants. I would always cover my legs. You know, I was definitely insecure about my legs and my body, you know, I have big teeth. I didn't know like how to like smile and utilize those it assholes and- were probably <laughs> feeling pretty stupid when you were walking the Victoria's Secret runway. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> so that's kind of, you know, I was that girl, right? So I, I, I was funny. I've always had friends. Like I got along well with the girls, but I got along with the guys because my dad was a professional basketball player and I, you know, love sports. I did sports. I was a professional gymnast from age six to 13 where I had to audition. So I would train every day before school and after school. And then, you know, after seven years doing that and kind of really got super tall and long and, you know, my body changed for that type of performance to be a really good gymnast like I just knew I had I I will have to change so I wanted to go into modern ballet but I had no teacher that I really connected to so then I said well I'm gonna try basketball I love basketball you know I grew up with basketball my dad you know was the top basketball player and so I did that but yeah I was pretty to look at but that definitely was not my sports you know I'm just was too delicate too denty too elegant and then anyway I I got into the fashion business and how I got into it again I really didn't like being in front of camera I hated taking pictures hated it like you know school photos or family photos we had an aunt and we still do she's alive and she loves taking videos and pictures you know we would the family would get together she'd be like smile and tell me how you feel and you're like oh it was literally like the worst for me I was like I hate this I don't want a video and pictures and I was like okay I'm gonna smile just to make her happy but I did not like it but at school I would do a lot of theater with my class and that I loved. Somehow I really felt comfortable because I could kind of, you know, let loose and be goofy and move my body and kind of let the body be and not be so self-conscious and kind of what I was self-conscious about and maybe insecure kind of was funny because I could just, you know, do a move and people would laugh because that was kind of funny, you know, seeing the long limbs kind of move in a funny way and do a funny expression. So I, I, I was lucky that I had that and I had a sense of humor that kind of pulled me through and I could, you know, deal with, you know, the insecurity of like the body and just people looking at me and laughing at me. And I had a friend at school who wanted to be a photographer and she just got a camera and she said, you know, we were 14. Can I take a picture of you in your room? You know, we're 14. So we're like, like lip gloss. That was like a lot of makeup. Lip gloss. Like now 14, it's like. People are done up now. I mean. Yeah more than myself you know it's like baking and contouring you know we were 14 was innocent guys it was like a lip gloss was makeup and she takes me pictures sends it to an agency without telling me 
they call me. She was 14 and sent. And she was like force, 14 too. And she sent it to an agency. Okay. She like emailed it to, you know, I mean, mailed it. No, email it because we didn't, you know, have that 21 years ago. It's a different time. She mailed it to them and they called me and they said, you know, we saw your pictures. We would love to meet you. Would you be interested in modeling? And I feel like every girl at that age, like, you know, wants to feel good and pretty. And you think of models or singers or actors on camera. You think, oh, well, they're pretty, they're confident and they wear nice clothes. You know, it is something aspiring for a young girl, you know? So I thought maybe I should like give it a try. Like I wanted to first kill my friend. And then second, I thought, well, maybe I should go. It could be cool. Like, I'm, you know, kind of want to try, but I'm very insecure. I don't know. So I went with my parents and I met them and they thought I should give it a go. And so I believed, you know, them believing in me kind of believed in myself. And I said, okay, I'm going to give it a try. And I would go on castings. I would do pictures. And it's funny, once I was in front of the camera, like in you know the professional way and with the team like I knew what to do like I've done it before I understood the light I understood how to move I, I think also understanding my body being a gymnast like I was really good with my body like I knew a little bit how to move it and how to have like strength in the body even for such a young girl and so yeah I, I really liked it and you know got into it and then I went to Milan for two weeks with another girl from my agency. Uh, I was 15 for two weeks. And, you know, my parents were huge believers in language. They're like, the only way you're really going to learn a language is when you get out and you really have to, like, use it. You know, because at school, the teachers will te teach us English. But it was like, how are you? Where are you from? <laughs> you know, so I, we definitely knew, you yeah. know, we got to get out to the world and, like, be exposed and learn and just be forced to speak English and that's like the best school. So I went for two weeks. I saw people and clients and I met this casting director who at the time was casting for Prada, which really Prada, I mean, that time and still is, you know, there are kind of the makers. They're very um, specific about their casting and who they cast and how they do their shows and everything. And they liked me. They booked me and I was the exclusive girl for that season for the runway show. So I spent two weeks in the Milan office with them. All the clothes were made on me, the outfits, the looks of that season. I opened the show. And of course, I was, the you know, it was in the time of the Brazilians, right? Like Giselle and all those girls, the Glamazons. And, and then, you know, here I am, this blonde girl from Czech Republic, this girl that nobody knew. I mean, I haven't done anything. I was like, that was my first so when you're 15, you're already around Giselle and all these Brazilian women. I mean, all these mega stars. Yeah. What's the competition like? Okay, so when you're 15, I want to read between the lines here. How <laughs> many other women are going for Prada? Like, how many are you competing? Or are they just selecting? I mean, is it like, is it a competition type thing? Or like, how does it work? I mean, of course, the whole modeling world. Yeah. I mean, of course, everybody wants to be the new next girl, right? I mean, there are girls who are already working and maybe already have careers and are established who are maybe doing these shows. But then there's a lot of new girls you know, who are jealous? trying to break into the business. Like, you know, me. And this was my, I mean, huge big thing. And But at 15 know, years old, new, do people start to get threatened and jealous? Like, I mean, what's, I mean, I mean so I'm young sure. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I've never, I'm, I've never been that kind of person. I don't look at like, oh my God, look at her. I want to get her job and like you know i mean it's a human nature of course we like you know compare and we're sure. like oh my god she's beautiful or this and that or, you know of course human nature like comes in you know where like 
oh, I wish this and that. But I, you know, I always like snip myself out of it and I always think, you know what, you are you and you just have to do the best that you can do and be, you know, you be a good person, be amazing what you do, come ready, be prepared, give more than you ever expected. You know, don't give 100%. Give, I always give 200%. Like I give my blood, my heart when I go to work. It's just how I do it, how I like to do it, whatever it is. Whether it's like washing the dishes, you know, being on a set for Vogue or Prada or, you know, volunteering or with my kids. It's just like how, that's my type of personality. And, you know, I feel like there's a space for everybody. And if people like, they feel like you're right for it, then you're right for it. Like, and if you're not, then you're not, you know? So I think there's kind of space for everyone and... You just have to be you and be unique. You know? So how quickly do, do you go from Prada at 15 to Victoria's Secret? Is there a big gap? Wait, we need to take a break to discuss lights. Lights have been all over my Instagram story. Have you seen the red light therapy? I'm telling you, these lights have the most amazing, insane benefits. I'm serious, you guys. I use my mini Juve. It's like this tiny little desktop mini. It's white. And I use it every single morning when I do my stoicism or when I make my to-do list or even when I'm making coffee in the kitchen. I literally just turn it on and have it facing me. It wakes you up like no other, especially right now. It's raining in LA. It's really gloomy. I've been inside a lot because of everything that's going on in the world and pregnancy. And so having this juve has been such a lifesaver for me. If you are like me and you struggle from sort of a seasonal depression, I mean, when I went to London and Finland, I felt really, really low in that weather. I would highly recommend looking into red light therapy. It does so many different things and it's full of benefits. It, it rejuvenates your skin. It enhances your sleep. It reduces pain, inflammation, and it increases a libido. So, I mean, who doesn't want to increase their libido? Anyways, I also, like I said, have found that it really lifts my mood and it like signals my brain that it's time to wake up. Michael is a huge fan of the full body device. It's the Juve Quad. It's huge. It's in his man cave. He uses it all the time. He stands butt naked after a shower and just lets all the benefits seep into his skin. He loves it. Anyways, go check them out. You can receive some killer deals. It's juve.com slash skinny. That's J-O-O-V-V.com slash skinny. And you can use code skinny to receive a free gift with your purchase. Personally, like I said, you've got to check out the desktop model. It's the Juve Mini. You can't go wrong. Make your coffee in the morning, turn it on, and be prepared to feel amazing. That's juve.com slash skinny. All right, let's get back into the show. No, very quickly. So then I come to New York, and I see people in New York, and I meet Anna Wintour in her office. And she called you the next supermodel we read. Yes, the next and the last. That's pretty fucking amazing to be called that by Anna Wintour. And no, but it was before I met her. And I remember going to her office, meeting her. And now I'm 16. And I think what helped a lot at the beginning, it's kind of not knowing. Yeah, you're so young. You know, like what to expect. And I mean, you kind of know, but you don't really know. So you kind of, you know, you're just going to do your best, enjoy the moment. Maybe tomorrow it will be gone and that's it. And, you know, you had that opportunity, you had that moment and you made the best out of it. You know, I never really expected and thought I will have this career and I would do it forever I mean I was really good at school you know I don't know I just didn't ever think but then once I got into it I really enjoyed it and loved it and you know stubborn young young self and I think then what also pushed me and wanted to be the best and kind of stay and do everything is when also you 
you meet people who don't believe in you or, you know, kind of want to put you, oh, she's that and she can be doing that. And I don't think so. She can do that when I know I can do anything. And, you know, I'm very, I can mold. I can, I'm very fluid. I'm not just one look, one type. Like that's also like just me. You know, I can play it. I'm not afraid to be pretty, ugly, weird, silly, vulnerable. Uh, so I think that was my drive a lot to kind of stay and be like, mm. You know, like when you're young, you're that very stubborn. You're like, mm, I'm going to show them. They're, I'm going to prove them they're wrong. Well, it probably you know? makes you outwork people too. I was talking to someone, you know, this, like I always talk about, I, I play an interesting role here where I'm sitting on the dear media, like if I'm running the company or if I'm doing this, but there's people that come and say, well, why is this person here? I'm like, well, it really, it's like not about, I mean, yes, talent plays into it and this and that, but like so, sometimes people are just outworking you. And I want to talk to you a little bit about how much work actually goes in because this is, I think a lot of people that have the misconception that modeling is easy and what Lauren and I have been talking about, like, it, it is not easy. There's so, I, mean, I think it's one of the hardest travel, jobs. being on your feet all the time, you're on camera, having people in your face. Like it's a lot of fucking work. Maybe you could talk about that a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. I, I mean, when you are on the set, you're, I, and it's also like, you know, how I'm sure we're going to tap into like, you know, the company now that I co-founded, but, and you know why I, I'm, also since a very young age i've been to like the wellness and you know really taking care of myself from outside in out, inside out i've learned it very early on first as an athlete myself second with my father him being an athlete and kind of seeing him and his work ethic his discipline and how he took care of himself i mean athletes in those times where it was a very different time i mean when i hear my dad's stories you know they would drink up till 4 a.m and then go play <laughs> at 9 a.m you know and that's how it was you know they would play in like converse you know which is like not Intense, the best yeah. shoe support, you know, when you're running around and playing sport, right? Like that's not the best shoe. So, but they still did it, you know, they, you know, the, they performed, they won and they, they did great. So I, I think I've learned a lot from my father, but then also from my own experience coming into the fashion business, you know, at age 15, you know, how do you sustain this energy, the beautiful skin, the energy, the energy to give. Like when I work, when I come in, I come in to give. I mean, I hope you feel it. Like, yeah. I'm very, you know, I love people who have a good time. I want everybody to be together. Okay, we're here to create something amazing. I don't come in like, okay, what are we doing? Like, no, let's do great. And then let's leave and let's go home. By the way, you can tell that when you came in for the podcast, even. You you do, you. it's a giving energy. That's why I said Thank you, you. Tarot. So like, I mean, no matter how small things are, how big, like that's how I treat things and how I want to come in. And, you know, that doesn't just like happen, right? It's just something like you have to, you know, yes, I have it in me, but I've learned to kind of how do I preserve it? How do I create it? How do I maintain it? Because maintaining energy also for 18, 20 hours, you know, sometimes a day in high heels, you're surrounded sometimes by a lot of people, the manicurist, somebody's doing your hair, then somebody's touching your face, then there is a person interviewing you, interviewing you, who, you know, so you have to answer questions. So you have to kind of think Then you know, then you have the photographer telling you about the concept, then you have the you know, our director telling you what he's thinking to, then you have the client, then you have the stylist, you know, then you're on the set, like there's millions of people looking at you, lights going, flashes going, you know, you might be tired, you're hot, you have your period, you're crampy, uh, God knows what's going on in your life. But all of that, you somehow have to like, put to a drawer and be like, okay, I'm here on the set. Okay, this is where I am. I'm gonna give my best, I'm gonna be amazing. What am I creating? You know, then I get into like my zone, like, okay, what are we, telling what who am i what what am i what do i want to 
give in this picture, you know, and then I have to like go in and I use tools. So for me, music, it's a very important tool when I work. Yeah, of course, hair, makeup, you know, that kind of inspires you, the way you move, the lighting, clothes, but also how I feed myself, you know, taking the vitamins like B12 for energy, maybe getting acupuncture, making sure that my energy is not stuck, it's flowing, cupping, you know, uh, a lot of our work, it's, you know, physical, you may be in strange positions, your feet are cramped in these super tight heels in tw tw for 20 hours, you're jumping in them, you're walking in them, your feet is swollen and sweating, it's like cramped in it, you know, they're too small. Then you're on the plane, you know, in weird positions, and they're pulling your hair, and then, you know, you go and go and go and go. So yeah, vitamins, very important, you know, rest, sleeping, and also like taking care of not just your body, but also your mind and your spirit right? Just feeling sane, feeling like you're happy about what you're doing. What's, you know, that you feel like you have a purpose, you know, you, 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 you did something good that day, you know, whether you touch somebody with your smile or that you gave them attention, you know, you made somebody feel good, you lift them up when they were down, you know, so it's not always just about the picture or your performance. Of course, that's important too, because that's what I'm really there to do. But I'm at the same time there to also create an amazing experience for the team and for the people on a people level. How do you not get sucked into the pressures of modeling? Because I, I recently read Janice Dickinson's book. Have you read that? You have to no. read. Oh my God. So back in the day when she was a model, it was, uh, I think it was very different. A lot of drugs, a yes. lot of eating disorders, a lot of pressure. How did you sort of put your blinders on and, and not feed into that pressure? Okay. Quick break. Let's talk hair. I mean, you guys have seen this all over your Instagram feed. It's it's kind of impossible to ignore. You've seen it on my Instagram stories and a lot of other creator stories, and that is Way. So Way was created by the one and only Jen Adkin. She screams influence. First of all, she was voted the New York Times most influential hairstylist in the world. So you know the Skinny Confidential is all about community, so it's no surprise that we decided to partner with Way. Basically, they're the first socially connected hair care brand to drive conversations and innovations in the hair industry by asking their community what product they want instead of telling them what they need. This is on brand. I'm obsessed with this. So let's get into their products. They have a shampoo and conditioner. They have shampoo and conditioner for thick, medium, and fine hair. I personally am a big fan of the thick shampoo and conditioner. I personally am a fan of the thick shampoo and conditioner. We've talked about this before. I wanted to give my hair an umph like a big umph after birth. And this particular shampoo has shea butter and avocado oil in it for ultra hydration. And let me tell you, it is hydrating. You get this bouncy, smooth hair after you use it and it's shiny. But the one thing that I need is that it's color safe. It also contains marshmallow roots and it's sulfate and cruelty free. And of course they have sustainable packaging. Shop new shampoos and conditioners for fine, medium, thick hair at theway.com. That's spelled O-U-A-I. And don't forget to use code skinny to receive three free samples with your order. All right, let's get back to the show. Just, I think my parents did a really good job, like the way I was raised, you know, I'm very independent, always been, I have a younger brother. So I was took care of him, you know, being the older How many years sibling, apart? Three years. Okay. So I think, you know, that gives you a lot of responsibility very early on that, you know, someone you kind of have to watch out for and care for. I've always been just very independent and, you know, I've always like my parents both work, my dad can cook and clean, can, 
you know, do anything. My mom can do anything. My mom paints, she bakes, she cooks, she can remodel homes, she can lay down wooden floors and tiles, but she can like, she works in a bang and with numbers. So like both of my parents were so fluid and like there was never, you know, they, they would just get things done. They would like work as a team. They were... I don't know, they just like, they were hard workers, you know, they were doers. They were just always like doing something, having fun and doing it beautifully and, you know, had have great style, both of them. So I think that really gave me a great foundation. And then I think I talked about it earlier, kind of, you know, just staying, you know, who you are and just like, you know what, this is who I am and I'm, I, I need to like stay healthy. I think that was always important to me, you know, being healthy at the end of the day like I want to be healthy I want to be sane you know and yes I have my moments you know where I went through you know some challenges and I really had to like learn and that one time in my life I really had to you know learn and I clean out people around me and I really dive even deeper into my like wellness but it was a great lesson you know it was a painful time but I've learned a lot from that time and I learned a lot about people and so then you just keep people that you love close by and that, you know, people love you and make you feel good and push you and inspire you. But of course, in the business, there are people, not everybody's going to truly love you and care about you. So I've learned that, you know, so you kind of have to understand, okay, you know, they care about me maybe for that minute or when I'm able to give and make well, them look good. And, you know, that doesn't mean that you're going to be bitter, horrible person. You just still be you, go you good person that will you know, hopefully rub off and like inspire them to still be a, you know, good person. But they do, you know, that they're, they're doing their job and, you know, not everybody's going to like connect and everybody's going to be a family. And, you know, I try to, but I've learned that, you know, that's not just how it always is. And that's why you keep your friends and family close by and, you know, you make the best out of it. And then just you, you know, you keep working hard, you know. Well, I imagine in your life, I mean, especially in your life and like in the profession you've chosen, there's probably... It it's probably been difficult at times to filter the right people because there's a lot of people that probably are around for the wrong reasons. And it's like, you know, you're getting all this attention. You're on camera all the time. The public's really, you're, like everyone's looking. Like how, do you, how do you start to figure out how to filter out like who should be in your life and who should not? Well, you learn. You learn, of course, when you're young, you don't, you know, you don't have the best filter per se. But I don't know. I've, I, I've always been kind of a little bit of tough. Like I'm very, you know, I'm very nice and warm. But to get in, I, I, it, it, I take, you know, I take my time. Yeah. I don't always let just everybody, you know, in. I, I kind of take my time and... Um, I like to have like, I think both of us, we like have like thousands of acquaintances, but like very few, very close friends. Because it take, it, it, at least people that, you know, take time, like it, it could be years. Exactly. And the older you get, then, you know, you realize you don't really need that many, you know, and already we're in business. We're surrounded by so many great, I mean, great people. It doesn't mean that, they're, you know, that you don't love them, care about them, sure. you know, but you have so much, so much time in that day that you, you know, between your work and your, your family and then, you know, that you can really give. So it's really who is maybe around you a lot or who's really working with you that you spend a lot of time with. And, and you then, know, then you they have become kids. You. And can, then you have kids on I top of it. Imagine, yeah. Yeah. Once you have kids, yeah. it's like you really have yeah. we so her? little time. Yeah, the kids thing is like, I feel like it's a filter of like, okay, when you only have so much energy every day and then you have kids and then it's like, okay, you're going to give half the energy to the kid. 
Mm-hmm. And then with this one, I need like, he needs at least, you know, well, another he's gonna, your first kid. Of the I was going to name the kid excuse Bostic because it's <laughs> like, I have excuse now for life. I could be like, Hey, sorry, I can't make that. I got to go with the kid. You know, I, I want to know, I have to ask this question. I want to know what it entails to become a Victoria's Secret model. Like that is, a, that is 0.000001% of the world that, that gets that gig. Is it like this gnarly process or were they just like, you're it, you're, you're modeling, you're done. So for me, I, 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 I didn't answer your question, you know, so I started actually working with Victoria's Secret when I was 16. So kind of very early. I did their show in Cannes. So they did their first show in Cannes. Is that normal age? Uh, okay. No, that's really not okay. normal. I, I, I was like, I guess it was like freak of nature that I was like, I did it. And, you know, I guess I, I also looked older, like on runway. I like, even though I was always like younger than a lot of the girls, I had this like, I guess, presence of like, you know, strong, like presence. strong presence that I, you would never think I was, I guess, that age. People always thought I was kind of older and not because I look older, but because of my, the way you carry I was mature, mature, yeah. carried myself. So yeah, I did the show and I was 16, I was in Cannes. And then, you know, I already was kind of doing very well in the fashion world and they always love their girls who are doing well in fashion at that time, like who were maybe like stars already or established or were doing really well and but at the same time had a presence and you know look good and could do Victoria's Secret because it's not easy you know not everybody can be in lingerie and that definitely wasn't easy for me at the beginning you know I didn't grow up on the beach with like a g-string you know or underwear like and mind you like you know we're going back like you know where I come from like you know I wasn't I'm not that like girl like super confident like, yeah like eat, totally like I take it off and I feel great you know so it was definitely even for me it was a huge learning uh, curve even like you know how do you can be in front of camera in front of people in like very little which is it's not was, a few people it's it, a lot of people well everybody I mean yeah. but you know for me it was like in front of camera and then in front of sorry uh, everybody and but it was good because I really had to like learn what it, what it means to be sensual, what it means to be a young woman. You know, I learned, yeah, to kind of, I had to learn it. You know, it was not natural to me, especially when you were, you know, I was surrounded by all the Brazilians who were like, da-da-da, 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 You know, I was like, <laughs> whoa, this is like, it was very foreign to me. Like that kind of body movement, the confidence in their body. So really I had to like find my rhythm and my way. And I think my way, you know, was very like elegant, graceful and sensual. I mean, you know, but like, so it was my way. Each time, even though I was then doing it for a long time, it was like, okay, you know, I'm taking it off. I'm going to be just in, you know, it's not something I felt like, oh my God, so comfortable and I want to do every day. Are you eating vegetarian, keto? Like, is there a certain way you're eating or is, are you So just- at that time, you know, we didn't have all those kind of things, yeah. but I was, I actually went through a couple of years where I was vegan and ve- I was a vegan and raw foodist like 15 years ago, way before this was popular and, and nobody was really doing it. It was really hard to kind of find it. So, but I did it and then, you know, then I kind of, I'm more like balanced. I definitely like, you know, I'm, I don't really eat so many grains. I'm very low on the grains. Like my favorite grain, it's actually white rice and white rice. So I spoke to this um, scientist when I was pregnant, like about things, you know, that because he studies foods and, and analyzes it and everything. And I talked about the grains and he said, well, if you're definitely going to eat rice, eat white rice because it doesn't have the lactins. So, you know, it doesn't have the inflammation. And I actually do love a good 
jasmine sticky white rice so that's like grain that i like i don't really eat that many grains i am not big on grains i I love vegetables i love fat i'm big on fat and you know i'm happy that fat it's coming back it's got it's like your skin's glowing so i can see like i feel like you probably eat olive oil avocado yes avocado i love coconut oil there's a point to the white rice though i feel like so you probably can't tell look i'm a quarter japanese my grandma's full you wouldn't know but there's an area in japan where it has the most in, in all in all of the world, the most people living past 100. And I, if you think it like about their diet, like jasmine, white rice, fats, fish. Fermented uh, food. Yeah, it's like um, there's a reason these people are living so long and looking so good. Yeah. So I shouldn't eat mac and cheese at be- in bed at midnight last night from the box. <laughs> but you know what? You're pregnant, so you will have your moments and, and your cravings. But you know what? My husband makes mac and cheese and he makes it so good for the kids and for me. And I'm not a big mac and cheese person, but when he makes it, it's so good. So instead of using like like milk or cream he uses coconut we use the young thai coconut from the can the cream mm-hmm. or the milk and you know with a little bit of butter and it is so yummy try that instead of doing like the dairy do it with the coconut cre- the thai young coconut cream or milk instead it's super tasty i'm also not big on dairy you know even my kids when they were little we did they drank goat milk i mean i don't drink goat milk i don't think i can i can't drink any milk but you know, they liked it. I was fine with it. Like, you know, it's better than dairy, but that's you know. the formula that I just got in case I the holy. It's yeah, it, no HIPAA. Hip no hip is they only have dairy. Holy is the only one that's goat. Okay, so wait, so maybe I maybe I, I got the wrong one. Lo- wait, so I need to get hole. Hole. Hole is Swiss and they do goat's milk formula. Hip is German and they do dairy. Which I mean, one it's do you like dairy. better? I I did hole. I did okay. goat. I didn't want to do dairy. I thought it was the goat one, but you I think you're right. It is the, it's the da- it's the dairy one. We might need to get whole egg. Because someone told me that if if you have a colic baby, it's it's good to to give them goat's milk, not uh dairy. Yeah. Milk. Is that dairy. right? Or vegan something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, d- yeah, dairy for a lot of babies sometimes it's hard to digest. You know, a lot of kids can be sensitive to it. I mean, adults us too. I mean, Bass is breast milk. I mean, I hope you. I'm you'll gonna try. try. To, okay, I'm gonna awesome. try. And if, okay, I, I'm not gonna put pressure on myself. I'm gonna try and see how it goes. But I'm trying not to have any expectation. I don't great. believe the whole theory about milk for good, being good for people and bones. I I know this guy's good friend of mine. He's got like bird bones. This thing, if you get if you touch him, his 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 bones snap. And this guy was always drinking milk, so it just proves <laughs> oh, really? to me. Yeah, I'm like poor milk, guy. Yeah, milk doesn't work. So <clears throat> this guy was guzzling it down back in the day. So you had two children water births at home all natural yes okay i have like a hundred questions about this first of all were you modeling when you got pregnant yes and does when you get pregnant and you're a model what is that like because for me like i'm not a model but it's it's it is a lot to gain all this weight in a short amount of period of time was it pressure or no and be on camera is what you're saying. i mean i was not like necessarily modeling being when i you know was showing big time and and i you know it's i mean unless you were doing more pregnancy stuff and at that time like when i my first one like 10 years ago it was not you really didn't do it i mean now kind of anything goes and you can do it and it's fun and all that but i don't know i really enjoy that time and you know being pregnant it's i love being pregnant i like love that feeling like you know this human it's it's so crazy it's growing inside freaking tummy freaking brain and heart it's unbelievable this like whole pregnancy you know that it's growing inside of you and you know really with my husband we we traveled we really wanted to enjoy you know the time before he came of course I was we were both excited but 
scared, nervous, you know, is this the right time? How is it going to be? You know, how are we going to do it? Blah, blah, blah. You know, you, you, everyone has those questions. It's normal. It's natural. And, you know, that's, that's life, right? It's also, there's beauty in like, really, you're not, not going to know, you know, you just got to, you'll figure it out, right? You just kind of figure it out. And the cool thing, you know, I was lucky I had you know, partner who was there with me and to support me and you are together and you're awesome and you have each other, which is so huge. And, you know, to have that and you can support each other and like, you know, he can be there for you or you can, you know, you can like yell at him and like curse him out. <laughs> you know, you have like, you know, have each other to be the punching yeah. bags at times, which is needed, you know, to like flush things out. Yeah. When he complains um, about his hip that hurts, like, yes. th that's his latest, his hip hurt. I oh. heard there's phantom yeah. pain oh, that happens oh. for, with men when women are pregnant. It's yeah. phantom, okay. phantom pain. Yeah. I mean, men feel it too. I mean, my husband gained a lot of weight. You look like you haven't any, uh, I don't know what was your secret. My husband, he's like, I hate, well, how did I get pregnant too? You know? And then he was complaining like, you know, after like, you know, I breastfed and then, you know, then slowly, slowly, you know, you, you kind of shed the weight. I'll tell He's you like, my secret. How I did just, I still didn't shed my I, I've weight? been overly stressed. So that, that's my secret, just running around stressed out. And also she told me in the beginning, she's a lot of men gain weight. And then I was determined to not gain the weight. So how did you decide to do a natural mm -hmm. birth with your first? So I didn't know anything about birth. Obviously, I was never pregnant before. I was 24 years old. I was always into like wellness and you know well you know health and all of that and acupuncture and you know very curious very into all these alternative practices and solutions always so i was very open and but i didn't know anything about birth but it's funny at that time i met two actresses one from los angeles one from uk they both had children just had children one did it home water birth and the other one did home birth and I thought, you know, and I respect them and I really like them who they're as women. And I thought, hmm, interesting. I should start to look into birth. Like, what are the options? You know, how does it work in the US? So me and my husband, we went on this journey and we took a class where, you know, they explained the differences in a hospital or birthing center or at home. And then we started to, we watched the business of being born. We watched the orgasmic birth. And more we kind of educated ourselves on birth and the options like i don't know it more felt natural to us like doing their home water birth i mean it's the most natural way for a baby to be born from water to water i am i'm pisces so i already love water i feel so good in water and you know when you are pregnant and you have aches and pain like water feels so good and then i you know the cesarean rate in the us it's so high and especially in new york was so high and i didn't want to you know i didn't want to have a cesarean if i didn't have to and Already going to hospitals and doctors, personally, I don't love it. I don't like the light, the smell. Already, I feel like I get stressed and kind of, you know, tense. And I was healthy. I was like, you know what? I want to do this at home and in the water. It just felt right and natural to me. Women have done it before, before us. They, you know, they're still giving birth in fields. And, you know, you can do it. You know, I'm not sick. I don't have, you know, it's it's really. And then I, what I've learned it's the baby is doing most of the work. I mean, all I really have to do, it's just to be there, to surrender. And then that's big for me because I like to kind of know and I'm, you know, I'm, I like, I'm not a control freak, but I like to know and kind of, you know, control as much as I can, but I also, you know, let things happen. I believe in that too, but really just surrender and let the baby do its work so i have to be as relaxed as possible I, and then with my first one you know i was very kind of specific like I, I wanted like how i wanted the birth i wanted the music i wanted the light i wanted the candles like i was being very specific how i wanted to be i really 
like putting it out there, like how I wish it to be. And I interviewed midwives, you know, it's a small world. There was like 12 of them in, in New York that were the best. And there I decided on one, which she had the most experience and, you know, gave birth to so many babies. And had, she was like the Ferrari of the midwives. Then it came to finding a doula. You know, it's so hard when you have to hire these people, like for the most important thing in your life where you know, you're just saying kind of hi to them. You don't really, you've never experienced something with them, right? It's so hard. So with my midwife, I, you know, went for her because of her experience and her knowledge and all of that. And she was really nice. And then my doula, I was like, oh, how do I pick? They're so nice, all of them. But my doula had, her name was Sarah Pancake. And I thought, how can you like go wrong with Sarah Pancake? <laughs> you know, that's a pretty cool name. So we went with Sarah Pancake. If she's listening, hi, Sarah. And Miriam was uh, my midwife. And I remember like when it started to go towards like the end of my pregnancy, you know, my midwife was amazing. She was a single mom, New Yorker. So she was definitely more like, you know, she was tougher. She was not like super fuzzy my and warm. Yeah, my jewel is tougher too. You know, she was not fuzzy and warm. And then I remember I said to my husband, I don't know if I picked the right midwife. Like, I don't know. Is she going to be like, take care of me when I'm in labor? Like, you know, like she was like, I don't know why. Like, I don't but when it came to labor, she was amazing. She was empowering, sweet, but like she gave me my space that I needed, but she was there for me. I really, I mean, I had amazing midwives. And How then, long was your birth? So my first one, the funny thing is, so with my first one, my water didn't break. So I literally didn't know I'm about to like give birth because my water didn't break. <laughs> this is worse nightmare. No, 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 no. You're gonna freak me out here. No, no, no. It was all good. It was all good. If this baby so, starts coming out here, I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna no, lose no, my no. shirt. No, 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 no. You're you're not. You're just gonna be in the moment. You'll be like, you just be there for her. Just hold her hand. Someone's gonna have to be there for me. No, no, no. That's what you think. That's what we kind of think. But you you'll do it. You'll be there. You'll you'll manage. You know, we'll go in that mode. You know, we're you know we're like we just the body like everything just we know how to like get I'm going to be laying awake and I like looking down being like is that thing coming like, out? Oh, out. Um, yeah I'm in my water's not going to break and I'm going to be crowning and all you're going to see is all this hair all this yeah, hair yeah that's what happened so my husband it like literally I like my water didn't break and then suddenly you see like the bubble and the hair in like you know the the in, in hold the, on the hold sack on. Wait, it's like wait, flowing wait, 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 wait. Like, so um, you're 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 like laying in bed one day and your water doesn't no, break no 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 no. i knew i was in labor you knew okay. i knew i was in active oh, okay. labor okay. Okay. no of course okay. but i didn't fear. know how quick i'm gonna give birth because okay. my you know normally okay. your water breaks and then you know okay the baby's gonna come out so i knew i mean i was in active labor and i remember my midwife is there and i we already had the birthing pool filled with water I mean, I can tell you the whole experience because, I mean, it was kind of interesting. I just want to know that you, you knew at least. Cause that, yeah, no, was, I, I knew okay. I was in active labor. I just didn't right. know how fast. So my water didn't break. And then, you know, the, you see the balloon and like the hair flow and then it like burst. And then like he continued coming out. And my husband like was in the water with me. He was amazing. He And actually he was the first one to touch him when the midwife said, you know, he's about to come out. Do you want to feel him? And I didn't want to like, you know, I'm in my zone. I didn't want to like touch myself there. And like, yeah, yeah. like, I don't know. I just... But he's like, yeah, I'll go. And he like, you know, he like helped and guided him. He was like there in it. And I have to tell you, like you can ask him if anyone asked him what is the most beautiful, most profound moment in his life. And he said like being there for the birth of his sons. Yeah. He said it was like, you know, and I think he tells men and, you know, like don't be scared or don't like miss out on that moment because he literally like, 
saw his son come out and like as soon as he was born he you know i he put you know i put him on my chest but then i got out of the pool and take a shower and like he was holding him on the chest you know and like having that immediate connection like they're so close and he like loved it you know and it was not i don't know like doing it at home was just so beautiful because like, you're in your environment like you know and we were like it was like a really beautiful birth and it you know it was great so he it's not like it was traumatic and you know i was not covered with like things and it just tubes like it was just beautiful and he he like loved it loved it are you in your bed when you're giving birth at home or like where what what area do you like set the living room up like what so no actually both of them were born in the bedroom in the bedroom we, we like had the birthing pool and that's we nice that you don't have tubes everywhere and all that that's a, probably a really special moment your husband sounds like he's a really cool guy thank you well he's aries oh no pressure we'll see no. how you handle i want you to say that's the most beautiful <laughs> moment of your life I'm, i know i'm gonna cry for sure when i know he's crying right now <laughs> yeah i might cry right now i know i already know, I already know. it's i mean it's really it's it's crazy yep. it's weird it's alien like but it's unbelievable and it's i'm i'm looking forward like for you guys to experience this moment how in your many life. hours from start to finish so in my first one, I only count from active labor. I don't okay. go from like when you have like the, the beginning labor, yeah. right. you know, the contract, because that's like menstrual cramp. Like I, to me, that's not that bad. So my first one from active labor, it was two and a half hours. And my second one was maybe like an hour. It was very quick. Wow. My second one was extremely Is quick. Is it really painful to do it no. without any kind of drugs? No, no, not at all. No. Wow. Because, you know, think about it. I mean, your body is designed to give uh -huh. birth. Like in the past, we didn't have all these Things, yeah. epidurals and drugs. And and when you do it naturally, the body, you know, it pace itself. So it gradually like, you know, the, the endorphins like, re you know, releases and you just like, you're able to deal. The worst, I mean, because I've, you know, studied and I know the worst, it's like when you get, you know, the Pitocin it, and because then it's like you need that epidural because the pain it's so high because you go from zero to hundred that makes that you sense. need you know it's not natural because uh -huh. when you do it natural the body it's adjusting right uh -huh. that makes like sense. it's like you like slowly you, you're cracking up the volume but in the pitocin it's like suddenly it's this thing comes in your body says okay you gotta go now so it's, it's, it's pushing like, it's pushing like and you're, you're in so you're much sitting, pain you're sitting in a room and it's normal temperature room and all of a sudden they crank it up to 100 degrees and it's so hot as opposed to letting your body adjust I, I mean, I, I guess there, pitocin. you know, there are times, you know, where, of course, the pitocin maybe it's needed and, you, you know, it's a certain, mm -hmm. you know, and I was open to it. Like if I, of course, if I had to go to the hospital, like, and I need to go, I'm not, you know, I don't want to jeopardize my, yeah. my child's safety and myself, but I was, you know, the midwife tracks you, you do all the testing, you're, you're, you know, she tr tracks you. And if you have a really well-trained, good reputation, you know, do, I mean, midwife, she's like doctor, she was, they're trained. So they know. And in life, we have no 100% security. Whether you do it at home, in a hospital, nowhere you have 100% security of anything. Any Something can happen anywhere. You know, you can get infection in a hospital, you can die. Like, I mean, things can happen. So, you know, you just have to be ready. I mean, I was ready if I had to, you know, go hospital. You have or to write a book. Cesarean. You think? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think you should write a book on this. So... So now you are, what I think is so cool about you is you're 
a businesswoman too. You're adding that to your resume. Can you talk about your new business that you're starting and how that came about? Sure. So Griffin Ivy Rose was launched last year. So we're a new startup and it was really like the perfect timing. You know, I was definitely looking for a long time, something that I can, you know, be part of and put all my experiences from 21 years being in, in this business into a product and something I can be proud of and something that really kind of enriches people's lives, you know, not just to put something out there, just to put something out there. And obviously being, you know, a parent and, 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 you know, being into this whole wellness and health and beauty that I've lived for the last 20 years and experienced and explored myself, that I took that into my pregnancy with the home birth and, you know, how I raised my kids. And it was just the timing. I met my two partners, Rachel and Orion, in Miami. We actually, me and Rachel moved from New York at the same time to Miami. We never met in New York. Mm. And Rachel used to work in product development and, you know, creating products and beauty. And so she has experience there. And she was having identical twins who were born in 28 weeks. So they were pound and a half each. Imagine like pound and a half of sliced turkey. Like when she tells me all the time thinking like, oh my God, how did you not die? Like if I have a child that's pound and a half of sliced turkey, that's your child. So she had two girls, like super preemies, three months at ICU. So the first year when she took them home, obviously they were faced with a lot of issues, you know, like digestive issues, not sleeping. And she's from Midwest and she didn't grow up with like anything like alternative and holistic. That was not her go-to. But after a year of doing the medical route and, you know, and then she, they, the, the girls were on this very strong medication, which she felt like, I mean, they cannot be on these drugs forever. I mean, this is, they're like babies. Like this is very strong and dangerous. She was desperate. So somebody introduced her to Orion and his father, Dan. Orion is a herbalist, has his herbal shop in Miami for 25 years and works with his father, who's a Chinese acupuncturist and Chinese medicine practitioner who's had his shop for his practice 35 years. He works with kids and adults. So she took the kids there and they did a little bit of acupressure and like they're, it's acupuncture, but it's like stickers. So they don't do the needle, but they put like stickers on certain, you know, pressure points to kind of create the flow and open up the channels. And they create a herbal formulation for their digestion and sleep. And literally within a week, they could sleep, they wow. could poop. You know, when you have kids, if they don't poop and sleep, that's like the most important thing. Like that's, that's Are everything. Are they just the little things that they, they look like a little bead? I've had them in my ears before. Is that what you're no, talking about? No, they didn't have, for kids, they don't do beads. They're like little stickers. They little stickers, stickers okay. you know, like over body. But I've had the, uh, the beads on the ear for little babies, like, I mean, their ears also. It's just little stickers. They're like little stickers with a little, like a little, almost like a button. Like, so when you press it, it just presses in the pressure point. Okay. And when they get a little bit more advanced, will be a little mini needle and then it will be a needle. So they, after we could poop and sleep and she felt like, oh my God, this is like amazing. Like this should be available more out there. We should make it more modern and we should make it like, you know, for people out there to assist and give this prevention and assistance solution and i at that time was also going to orion and his father with my whole family with my kids my father my father had a knee surgery so i would take him for cupping around his knee and i would go for cupping and acupuncture myself and when i had my noah my four-year-old at that time he was two i would go 
the first time I went with my father, I would take him to translate for my father because he didn't speak good English. So I would be with Noah and, you know, Noah would be running around the office and looking. And when he saw my father with all the cups around his knees, he was like, Noah, try it too. Me too. So Dan, you know, who works with a lot of kids, he was like, and he's amazing with kids. That's the Chinese uh, practitioner acupuncturist. He's like, all right, buddy, let's do it. And I'm like, okay, if he wants to try it, sure. Like, let him, you know, let him try. So he literally would do little cups on like his body and he would ask Noah, so Noah, where do you think you need it? You know, oh, here and here and here. And it was amazing how, in, I mean, it's amazing how in tune kids are. He knew, the points knew. that he huh. was saying, he's like, that's exactly actually where he needs them. And from that day, literally my two-year-old at that time, who's now four, like wafts acupuncture and cupping. So he goes That's for cupping. goals for my future. You know, he goes and he like loves it. And it's not something I pushed him or he literally was his own, wanted to try it, tried it, liked it. And he is my sensitive child. He's kind of more asthmatic. So actually for him, it's really good, especially like if he would get sick it will goes into his lungs and he will get more bronchitis so cupping it's actually really good because it kind of pulls things from your lungs and make sure that you know the fluid doesn't just sit there kind of moves it so anyway so i would be going there and then i connected also with rachel our husbands knew each other and we all connected they knew a little bit you know my lifestyle and my philosophies and how i live which is very much what they're you know what how they lived and you know for rachel was this new kind of coming into this this world and we got together and we said well why don't we create a brand for kids families with this philosophy about really cultivating this lifestyle of prevention assistance performance-based products to for children based on traditional chinese wisdom but gentle hypoallergenic gentle but yet very performing. And that's kind of where we started. What's a product that you would recommend to our audience? Like what's like a starting product? Because you just brought me these probiotic chocolate hearts that are so good. They have 15 billion probiotics in them. In one heart. In one heart. And it's organic chocolate, USD organic, coconut palm sugar. So it's really good if you're diabetic or you're watching your weight, it's low glycemic. And uh, definitely I would say, I mean, I love all our products. All our products also are approved by our kids. Between three of us, we have kids age two to 13. So they are very much involved with the taste, the names, the design. You know they're they're great because Taylor, our producer, has never had anything more healthy in his life. He just had one. That's the healthiest, healthiest things ever Taylor, you loved it? Yeah. Ta- <laughs> uh, approved. Okay, Taylor approved. I love it. <laughs> that, that, that means a lot because especially if Taylor's like never had anything healthy or maybe never had probiotics. Uh, Taylor's never had anything healthy in his life. Well, Taylor, I have, uh, I have a good healthy treat for you. <laughs> It's a chocolate with a benefit. So you would start with the chocolates if you were recommending one product to the audience? I think if you like chocolate, I think they're a great treat. You know, I for me, I always have it in my bag because like sometimes like I need that little pick me up. You know, that time comes, you want just something a little sweet, but you don't want to like have a whole dessert, especially if you like working and you have things to do, you know, you don't, you can't take a nap. So it's like a nice little treat. It's, you know, not super sweet, but it's like, does it justice, has benefits. What I really also love are our herbal elixirs, which are not in alcohol, they're in glycerin. So they're, you know, they don't have the alcohols, which is great for kids and has the glycerin, which is a little bit sweeter. So it's more pleasant. And they got different herbal formulations, very gentle, not habit formatting. And they're gentle 
enough for children, but we have dosage in the back for adults. So you have things like immune system support called Force Shield, which I love and always travel with. Like now I'm going to go to the airport and I'm going to put it in. I'm going to have my water bottle, fill it with water, and I'm going to put my Force Shield drops, like 60 drops inside, and I'm going to be sipping it on flight. So it's got all this like astragalus, you know, really herbs that kind of boost and support your immune system to keep it strong. It sounds like a good one. So you don't get sick. Belly works also really good for, you know, indigestion, gas. Also, you know, on the plane, that's when we tend to get more bloated. That's also really good. And it tastes good. doesn't taste bad. You can put it in water. You can put in a juice for a child. You can put in a smoothie where, you know, they really even cannot tell what it is. So that's another great one. Um, I'm going to start with the drops. What, but you just have the chocolate well, heart. I'm going like to start with the heart, too. The heart We're going to link everything out, We're going to link everything. And maybe maybe we'll talk to you guys after and we can do a giveaway for what, like a product or something. So oh, we would love that. Can try. Where can everyone find your product online and on Instagram? So we do sell on griffinaviarose.com, but we, you can find us in Saks Fifth Avenue, Neiman Marcus wow. online and 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 on in the stores. We're going to Whole Foods with our two Bath & Body products in Florida, which we're super excited about. We are in like Ever After, Bazaar Botanica, Missonette. And the Instagram handle? At Griffin Ivy Rose. Okay, perfect. So everyone can go stock all the products. Guys, the chocolate heart was so good. I'm, I feel really good about myself that I got my probiotics in today too. I told you we were going to get to know each other pretty well. Like this, see, I like this medium better than even maybe going to dinner because it ha- it's such an intense conversation. You get to know people like real quick. So how long was that, Taylor? An hour? 55 minutes. Yeah, 55. A lot of ground covered in 55 minutes. That's why maybe you should I mean, we did podcast. not talk about the poop yet. I think that's where you really get to know people. And especially you're going to have a baby. It's going to be a lot of poop talk. A we, lot of poop. We got, a lot we got of poop close. talk. We're, we're getting, we got, we, I think you have to go to the airport and do your drops. We got close. Yeah, she's shaking See, her head. But, okay. hey, listen, I, if I'm I getting did, kicked out. If I oh, had no. more time, that was that was definitely the next topic You can of come on anytime you want and talk about poop. I mean, this is the perfect <laughs> When chance. you have the baby, uh, definitely. Okay. I mean, it's 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 very important Open conversation. Invite. What color is it? How does it smell? Michael's gonna Michael's going to document that in a great excel sheet for be, us michael make be. sure you change those diapers where can everyone find you on instagram before you go at carolina krakova you are amazing that was such a wild ride i feel like we hit so many different spots thank you so much for coming on and i'm gonna go have another chocolate heart thank you and thank you so <laughs> thank much you, guys thank so thanks for having me Guys, wait, don't go. Make sure you've rated and reviewed the Skinny Confidential Him and Her Show on iTunes because every week we do a giveaway. This week we're giving away the cutest new TSC pop socket. It's like three hearts all stuck together and says TSC. It's on my phone right now. You will love it. All you have to do to win is tell us your favorite part of this episode on my latest Instagram at the Skinny Confidential, and someone from the team will drop into a bunch of your inboxes and send you this new hot cute pop socket. As always, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.